and welcome to the Tao in the Force podcast. Today we are talking about The Clone Wars, Season 1, Episode 1, titled Ambush. But first, if you have any questions, you can find me on Twitter at the Tao in the Force, at the Tao Force, and on Facebook at Tao Force. The words of wisdom at the beginning of this episode are Great leaders inspire greatness in others. And in this episode, that great leader is Yoda. Inspiring uh, a small regiment of clones even when they have moments of doubt against uh, a great number of droids. Now in the opening monologue the narrator tells us how the galaxy is divided in peaceful worlds must choose sides or fall to separatist invasion. The Republic is trying to make treaties with these neutral uh, planets and systems but the separatists as seen on uh, Ryloth and uh, Christophsis so far in this war uh, they invade first against a local population and in the case of Christophsis were overrun quite quickly and in the case of Ryloth the Free Ryloth movement uh, put up a more of a fight of a challenge and in the case of Christophsis uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker in uh, clone troopers went there and helped along with the supplies and aid of Bail Organa uh, went to help Christophsis and in the case of Ryloth uh, General Dai uh, and Keeley the, and their clone regiment uh, were sacrificed but the supplies of the Republic helped keep the Free Ryloth movement going in the absence of further troops. <clears throat> now, as seen in a previous episode, through the help of Bail Organa and Jar Jar Binks, uh, Toydaria, a neutral planet, has decided 
that it can no longer be neutral when there are separatists who create great uh, humanitarian issues and crises. So they invite the Republic to negotiate, but the separatists make one last attempt to win favor of King Kutunko. But they are not playing fair. They try to shoot down the Republic cruiser with Yoda and the troops and only Yoda and a small pod uh, make it to the planet to meet up with the king into the king the separatists in Dooku in particular uh, states that Yoda and his powers have been greatly exaggerated and this is quite interesting considering he is Yoda's former apprentice that he has fallen out with Yoda uh, so far he does not seem to have any emotional connection to Yoda as seen in Attack of the Clones as well where they duel but it seems every chance he gets to take down his former master he, he does and King Kutunko replies that he hears that a Jedi is worth a hundred droids and it starts a bit of a competition that Ventress uh, lays before Yoda uh, to get there to negotiate even in the midst of all of this we see Yoda still take time to notice the beauty of this moon I believe it's called Ragosa and it is a coral moon uh, I believe in a featurette they mentioned that it may have had an ocean centuries ago but has since dried up
much like the Republic in the state of the universe. It is drying up. Whether it be through the commercial interests of the alliance that was formed in Attack of the Clones that is drying up the wealth and trade routes and banking and weapons manufacturing across the universe. For even though the Trade Federation, Commerce Union, Techno Union Army, uh, and all the rest, uh, even though the banking clan and so forth uh, made that treaty with Dooku and the Separatists, they appear publicly as neutrals, that they are profiteering off both sides of the war, even though they secretly are aligned with the separatists. But their profiteering is much like Rugosa. It is drying up a once rich in life universe with their greed in helping to promote this war in or fuel this war. Not to mention the Sith who in the force are drying up the light side. They are taking what was good and bogging it down in petty arguments and greed and corruption. Now, Yoda, being the master that showing that that is noticing the beauty and that his focus is still, even in the war, he's still trying to find the beauty and the good in the universe and not focusing on the negative. And we see that throughout this episode when someone is losing faith that he helps pick them up again. Now the droids get uh, a description of Yoda in our 
immediately uh, relieved that he is small for in their minds this will be an easier task against a small Jedi which brings us back to when we first meet Yoda and he says judge me by my size do you and of course uh, we know you should not judge by someone's size particularly Yoda now throughout the prequels we see Yoda who is a bit more rigid at times and we don't get to see him as the playful teacher that we see in Empire uh, but in this episode we get to see more of his playful side again now it could be because it's towards the beginning of the war and he has not um, been beaten down by this war and all of the losses that they continually face but we get a, con a contrast in leadership where we see Yoda giving confidence to his troops and they immediately respect and listen to what he has to say and respect his wisdom and then in this particular episode we have droids that don't seem to particularly listen to their commander for example there is some coral in their way and the commander orders for them to stop for they will not fit but there's a droid who decides to do it anyway and crashes now you would think because droids are programmed that they would automatically listen but so obviously this is a writing choice more than anything for one part to add humor but also to show the difference between Jedi leadership in the separatist leadership for we always see grievous smashing droids and uh, that they view them as replaceable objects now 
we get another reference to size for there are only three of the clones and Yoda and Yoda once again gives us the reminder that size is not everything that they are smaller in number but larger in mind and even Yoda's small size helps him in this battle against the droids he can fit underneath the tanks and they cannot shoot at him while he is under there and he can destroy them from underneath and throughout he before making a decision or the next stage Yoda even with battle droids coming at him takes time to meditate and refocus his mind and we also revisit the natural in flowing versus the mechanical where Yoda is having native uh, animals f flying up to him I think it's called a Nibre and it's very serene meanwhile the droids just smash into everything and destroy Then, while the clones and Yoda are getting some rest in a cave, as it were, the clones uh, are once again um, saying dialogue to the degree that they're just clones, they're the same, and they're just fodder for the war. And in a theme that runs throughout season one, Yoda tells them how they are, may have the same face, but they are appear differently and individually uh, in the force and that they matter and then he gives them uh, a little bit of a pep talk to help them cheer up their forecast for this battle gives each a little bit of wisdom telling one 
to look inward for inspiration as well as those around him and for another that weapons do not win a battle that he should use his mind to outthink his opponent read the third pardon that not to rush that long is the war and that surviving it is just as important then he tells them that even clones can use the force to quiet their minds for the force is in everything now granted perhaps the clones do not have the ability to move objects with their minds and nor see the future or any of these other powers but as we uh, learn from Luke that it isn't that the Jedi have a power anyways it is not about control the Jedi does not seek control or possession even of the force it is like the Tao it is being uh, the vessel of the force and not the controller of the force and if everything has the force in it and it is everywhere then they too can become a vessel for the force they are no different than you and I And we too can be vessels to allow uh, the force or the Tao or whatever you call it or believe is behind the source of all things that we only need to get out of our own way so that it can flow naturally without intention because intention is about control but 
in this particular instance, it is more trying to help them calm their minds with reassurance. But Yoda goes off and takes on the droids and lets the clones know that when he is in need of help they will know when to help him that they will know is like saying intuition the natural flowingness of the force that when they are calm it, because of the cave and what Yoda helped them the place he helped them to get to in the cave they are now being much more calm like a Jedi not trying to outthink and busying their mind that he suggested that they feel when it is time to search out with their feelings and of course they did know the time when the destroyer droids showed up after Yoda defeated the others and they collapsed, collapsed some rocks on them and of course Yoda and the clones arrive just in time to save King Katunko after it is becoming apparent to Count Dooku that he will not be joining the Separatists and Dooku has decided that perhaps he'll take his chances with his replacement but before Ventress can do it. Yoda is using the force to hold up her lightsabers. And she yells that she does not fear him. And she probably does not. For the, the dark side always feed on fear they, rather than run away from fear they're very fearless really but Yoda very slyly and with a bit of cheek tells her that she is strong in the dark side but not that strong and promptly deactivates her lightsabers and takes them from her and seeing her not as a threat gives them promptly back to her and then doing what she probably learned from Dooku for it is 
exactly as he did against Yoda in Attack of the Clones. She uses a destruction of debris and Yoda uses the force to protect everyone from the debris while Ventress flees. Obviously they have sealed the deal for uh, Toitarea to become a place that they can use to uh, keep supplies and resupply troops and uh, as well as for aid but uh, this episode definitely uh, is more like the Yoda that we were accustomed to prior to the prequels as wise and playful as many religions as people get older they they say that they become more childlike again more innocent and playful that sums up Yoda perfectly now in the featurette it is mentioned that for the Toydarians that the rounder you are the better it is the ideal male and it is part of the design of the Toydarians in that uh, part of the design for the planet is inspired by uh, Flash Gordon the way planets would be a jungle planet or an ice planet or a coral planet like one type of environment and that the Toydarians are very uh, a, a kind of much like the vulture men in Flash Gordon well that is all that I have for today I wish you well on your journey and see you soon and good day.